0: This is Upstate's HealthLink On Air, Linda Cohen along with you. While well, while it seems like it should be the happiest time in a woman's life, the birth of a baby can trigger a mix of powerful emotions, from excitement and joy to fear and anxiety. And it can also result in depression and even psychosis. And it's more common than was once thought. We'll hear with more on all of this are Heather Sherman, a mother who recently experienced this problem, and Christine Kowaleski. She's a psychiatric nurse practitioner and associate professor at Krause's Pomeroy College of Nursing who currently facilitates a support group that Heather attends. Welcome to you both. Thanks for coming in. Thank you
1: for having
0: us. Christine, let me just start from the more technical side of things. Help us understand what we mean when we say the word postpartum depression or psychosis for that matter.
1: Okay. So um, historically, we've referred to um, women who are depressed after birth as having postpartum depression if it extends beyond two weeks after having the baby. The baby blues occurs usually... um, for about the first two weeks. And that is the mother will cry at the drop of a hat. She doesn't understand why, but she isn't feeling hopeless. Um, and that usually goes away after two weeks. So she's
0: kind of more emotional, but not necessarily. Absolutely. She wouldn't necessarily verbalize a feeling
1: of depression. That's correct. That's correct. The new terminology that um, we're using nationally is perinatal mood disorders because we know that mothers who have postpartum depression are telling us half of them had symptoms during their pregnancy. So we're trying to capture mothers during their pregnancy. So what is exactly, when we say postpartum depression, Mm -hmm.
0: you're saying it's a diagnosis that usually, if this so-called blues period extends... But there must be some other characteristics that make you feel it's depression. And then I want to get to how is that different than psychosis.
1: Okay. So um, when someone is beyond the two weeks and they're um, feeling um, hopeless, they're feeling um, like they they are just not themselves, um, they will be having problems sleeping, they'll have a lot of anxiety. And oftentimes it isn't depression as much as it is driven by anxiety and the anxiety gets so big that they get depressed about being so anxious and and generally are there sleep disorders
0: that go with it and obviously with a new baby there's sleep problems all (laughs) the time but I mean are you seeing people withdraw from family and friends um, feelings of worthlessness a lot of the things that often go with yeah, they, they
1: feel like they, they don't experience joy in things that they once did. Um, and th- they often will complain of fatigue. And even though someone will say to them, well, why don't you sleep when the baby sleeps? They can't. And so we do try to help them in resetting the sleep pattern. That's certainly one well, of our techniques. We're
0: going to totally get to that. But how is that different than when we use the term... Postpartum psychosis. I mean, okay. where do the where do the symptoms change at that point? Because, well, I think I, I just want to make one thing clear: even with postpartum depression, you can have suicidal ideali- ideation. I mean, you can have thoughts of suicide. Mm-hmm. But when would we
1: call it psychosis? So, when someone has psychosis, they um, it, they feel total despair. They will be hearing thoughts um, of someone telling them to harm themselves, like hallucinations or, or um, auditory kind of hallucinations. Correct. Yes. They'll be thinking, I, I need to harm myself. I'm bad. Um, it, I would be better off. This baby would be better off without me. Um, or they're having some um, thoughts that, that you know, someone telling them that the baby shouldn't survive. So then that there's psychotic thoughts that we see in psychosis in general, but it's related to the postpartum period. So Heather... Tell us what happened to you.
2: Um, it all started about almost two years ago when I gave birth to my son, Owen. It was, not um, going back and thinking about it, it started right after my water broke. Um, I started with anxiety and I knew this was coming and, and I, there's nothing I can stop it or do anything about it. So, and
0: you didn't feel any of those feelings during the pregnancy? No,
2: I had a wonderful pregnancy very I was excited I couldn't wait to meet my son and feel that love for him and see his face and you know get that overwhelming joy and as soon as they I gave birth to him and they placed him on my chest I just looked down and I didn't have that feeling I didn't what did you feel nothing I wanted him off me really yes I the, the panic attack started right away again and they took him, and I was fine. And then they would bring him back for that bonding, and I told my husband he could have him, and I tried to get some rest. Um, I did mention it to my ob when I went down to the postpartum floor that I was feeling anxious and not sure why, and and stuff like you know. Um, and she put me back on my one of my medications that i had been on since I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression.
0: Okay, so in fact, you had some history here.
2: Yes, I did. I was diagnosed when I was eight years old. With? With anxiety and depression. Okay, and you had been taking medication throughout your life? Through your teen years? Yes, yep. Um, But then did you stop during your pregnancy? I did. Mm -hmm. I was told um, I had to stop for the first trimester, um, and then I actually went back on it my second trimester, and then got off of it my third trimester.
0: And during that time period, when mm-hmm. you went from the sec- first to the second to the third,
2: did you notice a great change in your mood? No, actually. I felt really good. I They were actually surprised on how well I was doing, and and so it was my decision to go back on it because I didn't want to feel anything um I didn't want to have anxiety attacks and stuff like that, so it was my decision for the second trimester to go back on it and then get off of it my third, so the baby wouldn't have any. And,
0: and then what happened when you realized that you were in trouble again? You said you were looking to at least get some medication. Yeah, to
2: help. Um, so my OB-GYN um, prescribed my medication again, and I started taking it right away. Um, but Unfortunately, it doesn't work instantly, and it she explained to me again it takes 4 to 6 weeks to get into your system before you feel any any better. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know, I know." Well, um I was okay when people were around. I I put on that fake smile and um so you were pretending though. Yes, I was pretending to be happy and pretending Look at this baby I made. Um but in the inside I was screaming, "Get him get him away. I don't want him. I was looking ways to get rid of him." Um, that's when they discharged me. I went home and that's when things got really, really, um, bad. Um, did you, while you were in the hospital, did you ask specifically,
0: did you feel like you were able to say, I'm really not comfortable with how I'm feeling? Did you ask for help?
2: I, you know, I didn't ask for help, but I did mention to the nurse on, you know, how I was feeling. And she said, that's totally normal for a new mom feeling the the anxiousness and not knowing, you know, where to begin with bringing him home and bringing all that. So I was thinking that's how I was acting. Maybe I'm acting like a new mother because I am one and I'm nervous to bring him home and start our lives with him. And that's how I was thinking. And, And I realized shortly after, about two weeks when we were home, when I woke up, in the morning, I rolled over and I looked at Owen and then I rolled back to my husband and I said, I can't do this anymore. He goes, what are you talking about? I said, I can't do the panic attacks anymore. And and I just, I don't want to do them anymore. He's like, you're fine. Just go take a shower. Let's start our day. I'm like, okay. So I took a shower and that's when mm, the voice came into my head that said, kill yourself. Get out of here. Um, So I took the razor and knew what I was going to do and called my husband and and he grabbed the razor, threw it out and said, okay, let's go find help. So we went to, we called the OBGYN and they said, come in immediately. I came in and my husband and the doctor were doing their doctor talk back and forth and I'm just sitting there bawling my eyes out because I don't understand what's going on. I don't know what they're talking about. No your one... husband's also a physician. I'll just mention that. Yes. Yep. Sorry. Yes. No. No. Um, yeah. um, so they weren't, no one was explaining to me what was going on. It was, they're talking and. By that time you were already on your
0: medication again, but yes. it, hadn't, yes, it hadn't yet kicked in. I
2: was on it for two weeks. Yes. But nothing mm. kicked in. Um, So they, the doctor told me to go to Pep and I went to see, they said if you don't take her then we're going to call an ambulance and you're, they're going to take her. My husband Rob said no, we'll, we'll take her and I was there for about five hours. Um, it was scary, not a place for a new mother, not a, there, I felt like I was a, in prison. I felt like I did something wrong and then after the five hours, they called me into a room for about ten minutes. They put me on Xanax, and I told them I didn't want to be on that because it makes me sleepy. And I was trying, trying my hardest to bond with Owen. Um, and they said, "No, let's try it and see if it works." Well, hold that thought for a second. If you're just joining us, you're listening
0: to Upstate's Health Link on air. I'm Linda Cohen, along with Heather Sherman, a new mother who experienced. Uh, postpartum depression psych- slash psychosis, and um, Christine Ko- Kovaleski who is a nurse practitioner who specializes in this problem, and we're talking about um, Heather's experience. Go on. So, let's just get to the bottom line. You were did you get help? That was that was helpful. And how did you do that?
2: We ended not getting help. Um, it took about three months. We tried. Um, The suicide hotline, we tried um, talking to people that, on the the phone, talk about um, how to deal with it and stuff like that. All that's a blur to me. I don't remember talking to people. I even talked to Chris one time and, you know, she, unfortunately, her daughter also just had a baby and I, she wasn't in, available. So, um. But you eventually did find a therapist. I I did, um, three months after I gave given birth and I was actually living with my aunt at that time. I didn't want to be left alone. Um, I was afraid that I was gonna harm myself. Um, there were like I said, multiple attempts of trying to harm myself. Um When did you
0: feel that you were starting to see a change? Did the medication make the difference? What and I guess what I'd like to get to, Christine, is was this in large part um special, a special case in the sense that she has some history there of having had this kind of problem for most of her life? Or would you say this follows a story that you might find in a a person without such a history?
1: Um, Certainly if somebody has a history of depression um, prior to giving birth, that they're a little higher risk. However, people without any history could experience postpartum psychosis. Um, And and we don't really know why. Um, We believe that Um, most of these disorders come from the fluctuation of hormones. Um, But we do know it's the number one complication of pregnancy. A very small number of people um, experience psychosis like Heather did. For the most part, um, one out of seven have postpartum depression. And, um, you know, that's what Krause is doing at this point, is trying to raise awareness by offering the support groups and educating the medical community and the frontline um, caregivers such as visiting nurses in WIC and Mental Health Association. So you so, have garnered a tremendous amount of a network <clears throat> excuse me a safety net of support right
0: now. Yes. In this community. We have. And you have a support group Heather that you attend that Christine also is part of. Tell us a little bit very we're, I don't want to run out of time. How can people find out about this? Where is it being held? And then of course I want to follow up with you and tell us how you're doing. But
1: go ahead. Um, so uh, the best way to reach us is to go to the Krauss Hospital um, perinatal family support phone line, which is 315-470-7940. And our support group is every Friday at Chicks and Hens on Erie Boulevard at 1130. Everyone is welcome regardless of where they have had their baby. Krause supports every mother. We have had mothers come from um, Utica. We've had mothers come from um downstate. So um there is no there's no charge for the group. Um, they can call, and I will you know have a short interview with them on the phone before they come to the group. but that's a fabulous fabulous them.
0: service and 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 just to end, Heather. So <clears throat> this has been two years. yeah, how you doing now?
2: I'm doing awesome. yeah, yep. actually, um, my husband and I we were planning to have another one, Wow, yeah. And so would you say that the
0: group currently is helping you continue to ma- to maintain your feelings of, of positivity and health?
2: Yeah. Um, I would say just knowing that there's other moms going through it and I, I, I'm i not alone and I, I want other moms that are suffering to know that they're not alone and that we do have this now. Unfortunately, we didn't have this group when I was going through it and I had a I just had my family. Um, but we, now we do have this group and it's amazing. It's made a big difference. Yeah. Well, it's
0: a very positive, hopeful story. I think one of the main things, takeaways for me is that, you you know, even though we may not be screening for this routinely, that people who experience it need to speak up. Yes. And today, these days in our community, there is help. Yeah. And to know that, that you're not alone and not to be ashamed of yeah. how you feel.
2: And, and it's not their fault. No. And first things that go through mother's minds is, are they going to take the baby away? Of course. And they're not. Right. And you're not a horrible mother for feeling the way you feel. Very well said. Yes. Well, thank you both so much thank for you. coming in and sharing
0: this very intimate story. Um, my guests have been Heather Shannon, uh, Sherman excuse me, yeah. Heather Sherman, uh, a mother who recently experienced postpartum depression, and Christine Ko- Kovaleski. She's a psychiatric nurse practitioner and associate professor at Krause's um, Pomeroy College of Nursing. Once again, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. I'm Linda Cohen and you're listening to Upstate's Health Link on air.